Hello, and welcome to MacCast, a podcast from the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. I'm Dr. Lauren Vicker, welcoming you to this week's conversation with Kyrie Demos, a senior communications major, a student athlete, and a member of CTV and the Cardinal Courier. We'll find out how he does it all and still has time for an internship after we hear what's happening in the Department of Media and Communication. On February 21st, PRSSA hosted part two of their intern prep series. Along with the resume and portfolio workshop, they had a panel of Rochester professionals on hand to answer questions and help with organization. How does Fisher react to the immigration ban? Campus ministry reopens its doors. There's a new era in Fisher lacrosse. These are all featured articles in issue four of the Cardinal Courier magazine. Pick up a copy today to find out more. Take advantage of this scholarship opportunity. The Jack Palvino Excellence in Communication Awards will be awarded to two students within the Department of Media and Communication. Students who receive this award will have the grant applied to their fall 2017 college bill. Mr. Palvino has established this award to recognize demonstrated excellence by media and communication students and to assist students with demonstrated financial need. Each award is a one-time grant of $2,780. Watch your email for a message from Professor Sarakin with the details. Cardinal Television is always accepting students who are interested in some aspect of producing TV, and it's a great way to gain training, experience, and build your portfolio. If you like filming, editing, or would like to be on-camera talent, contact CTV President Caitlin Murphy to get involved, or stop by Basil 202. The Digital Cultures Club has been approved for SGA affiliation. The purpose of the club is to provide a platform for discussion, analysis, and interaction regarding emergent media and computing for all Fisher students. This includes video games, robotics, design and development of technology, analysis of artwork in the form of videos, pictures, GIFs, and many other aspects of the DCT major. They host their primary meeting, the monthly forum, once a month during free period. Watch your email for dates and more information. And now, a word from this week's sponsor. This semester, our PRSSA chapter is participating in the PRSSA Bateman Case Study Competition, where students create and implement a full public relations campaign. Our campaign, Fisher Five Signs, was launched recently and lasted until Friday, February 24th, to raise awareness of mental health on campus. As part of the campaign, we hung 540 posters around campus that represented the five signs of emotional suffering. The 540 posters represented the number of Fisher undergraduate students, one in five, who could be struggling with mental health, according to statistics from the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Be on the lookout for more information and updates from PRSSA. Welcome back to MacCast. I'm Lauren Vicker, and joining us today is media and communication major Kyrie Demos. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, I know that some people who see the thumbnail on the podcast might notice that you've got your arm in a sling today. Yeah, I um, <laughs> actually just injured my pectoral muscle 
few weeks ago while I was lifting weights. So, you know, I'm going to be rehabbing the next few months before the season comes up. Okay. So luckily it didn't happen during football season. But um, as I mentioned in the intro, you are a student athlete. But I know that Fisher wasn't actually your first choice of colleges. Can you tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you decided to come to Fisher? Yeah, I actually am from Buffalo, New York, um, just outside of Buffalo, Lockport, New York specifically. But I um, went to the university at Buffalo my freshman year. Um, I played football there uh, as a Division One school, so you know it was definitely a, a high level of competition. And um, I was in their communication program there. But you know the the theory of communication is really the focus at University of Buffalo versus here the practice of communication. So you know I didn't really feel like I was getting the the full opportunities that I needed um, as a student. So you know I really decided to you know come to Fisher. It's a great school. So you decided to go to a Division three school then, So, but it was more the academic program that brought you to Fisher. I would say it's a mix of both. Um, I, I definitely wanted to be able to play as well. Um, I, I redshirted when I, when I was at UB, and um, they were trying to switch my position, so you know I really wasn't open to that. So I just decided, come to Fisher. It's a great school. You know, I'll be able to start for four years as well with football. So, you know, I'm really getting the best of both worlds. Well, that's great to hear. And how did you decide that you wanted to be a communications major? It's actually pretty funny. So when I was a senior in high school, um, I had the idea that I was going to be like a physical therapist or like an athletic trainer. But then I was asked to do the morning announcements, and then I was asked to write on our school's newspaper. And, you know, I started getting a knack for it, and I thought I was doing pretty well with it. And I thought, well, you know what, why not make a career out of this? And then, you know, I have my background with sports, so I thought possibly I could go into the sports communication field. So, you know, being able to come here to Fisher, you know, and minor in sport management as well, you know, it's the benefit that I have. So, you know, I definitely feel like I'm in the right place to be able to learn before I get out into the field. Yeah, and you fit everything together well. So how hard was the transition to come to a new school, both from an academic as well as athletic perspective? Um, it, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, um, just for the fact that I, I was able to, you know, once I got here, I was entered into the honors program. I think that was a little challenging initially. But, you know, as far as course load and things like that, it wasn't too difficult. Um, Rochester specifically is my second home. Um, my father's side of my family lives here. So coming here really was, it was almost, it felt natural. You know, it definitely mm -hmm. felt natural coming away from home. I think the biggest thing was being away from home because Buffalo, I mean, University of Buffalo was you know, 25 minutes away from where I live versus now I'm around an hour and a half away from home, which I mean, isn't far, but it's definitely farther than 25 minutes. Right. So. And it changed, but also size of school too right. made a big difference and, and the size of the program as well. So, um, so I guess you got a little more attention, at least with smaller classes from your professors. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, being at, at a school like UB, uh, I, there were several classes I had two or three hundred people in, in lecture <laughs> wow. halls. Yeah. You know, and you're really just a number. Like I, I always uh, point out there was a history course I took there, and the professor was in his final semester teaching, and you could just tell he had a foot out of the door already, and um, we were all just numbers at that point, you know. We, he, we would ask him for help, but he would just refer us to his TAs. So, but yeah, um, 
the, the smaller class sizes, it really benefits, you know, working with professors and being able to not just know them on a first name basis, but be able to meet them for office hours and things of that nature. So, yeah, learning in a smaller class setting is so beneficial. Right. And you got involved with our co-curricular activities pretty much right away. Yeah, yeah. I um I took a little bit of time just to get familiarized with the school, but I would say probably towards the end of my first semester, um I reached out um to Marivia at the time. She was the Cardinal Courier advisor and then Cecil Felton obviously, um our CTV advisor. Um you know, just to see what I could get involved in, you know, being able to use the facilities that we have here, um the great studio TV studio that we have and obviously our our courier office as well and you know, being able to write certain stories stories and um, do Fisher Sports Desk, the, the, uh, our weekly sports show as well. So you know, I was able to get involved pretty early on, and I think that's one of the biggest things because I, wasn't, I didn't have the chance to do that when I was at UB. Right. And so what kind of writing have you done? Mostly sports for the Courier? Yeah, mostly sports. Um, you know, I've done post-game reports, um, not only for our school here, but for the Bills. Um, I've also done some feature stories. Um, I did one last year, uh, but for the Athlete of the Year, we picked Kyle Kohler from the track team and um, MK Kusak from the basketball team. Um, I've also done, I did a preview this year of the men's lacrosse team, and last year I did one for the baseball team, I believe. So, you know, I've just been able, I've just had mostly my hand in sports, but, you know, I've done some things here and there um, outside of the sports realm. Mm -hmm. And you've got an article in this latest issue of the Cardinal Courier magazine as well. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. As you mentioned earlier, as you mentioned earlier, um, you know, bringing in a new era of lacrosse this year. So, yeah, just wanted to uh, shed some light. We've got some interesting pieces um, going on in our uh, sports department here. So, you know, I always like to shed some light on that. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And so talk a little bit about CTV and how you got involved with CTV besides going to see Cecil, which is always the first step for everyone. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, well, you know, so once I met with Cecil, he introduced me to Ray Sullivan, who was actually the head of our Fisher Sports Desk program. Um, and an alum, yeah. we should mention. Yeah. Yes. 1985, <laughs> I believe. Um, but yeah, uh, started working with Ray we uh, would do shows every week, and, you know, we would just learn the process of putting a show together. You know, the sports side of things was easy, you know, calling games, listing statistics, things like that. But, you know, learning the process of how to edit, you know, learning Final Cut, learning Premiere, um, yeah, just the, the whole process of things. And even with uh, commentating, we had to, uh, we have um, our basketball and lacrosse games that we're allowed to commentate with our live stream, you mm-hmm. know, so, you know, it's it's pretty live fire there. We, uh, we get to do those commentating, um, co- those commentaries, um, and, you know, everybody's able to watch those online, so, you right. know, and I've had mm-hmm. people tell me, like, hey, yeah, I like what you said, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you were watching, so, yeah. you know, it's definitely exciting. Yeah, and you have to do your homework to have, to do color commentary, you've got to know what you're talking about, and when the person calling play-by-play has that pause, you've got to have something to say in there, right? Oh, for <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. And that's the one thing I, I you know, I, I really enjoyed it because it's what I want to do, but, you know, it is a challenge, you know. Mm. Uh, when, when Mark Gruba, um, who actually works with uh, Channel 8, um, he, when he throws a, co- uh, a comment at you, you know, you want to be able to bounce right back right. with a comment as well, but you want it to be relevant. You want it to be fluid. You don't want to sound like you don't know what you're saying. So, yeah, it definitely is a challenge, but at the same time, it's it's fun just because we're able to do that before we're even out in the field. 
Right, and really, really good training for you. So how did you take some of those experiences into your internship now? Um, well, so now, as you mentioned, my internship, I work at uh, WROC Channel 8, um, helping out Thad Brown in the sports department. Um, just taking those experiences, it's a little different just because the writing for, let's say, um, a, a story for the Cardinal Courier is different from television writing. Right. Because you have to be a lot more concise. You have to get your message across in a much shorter in a much shorter um, medium, essentially. Right. So, you know, I, I definitely took those experiences in and just the knowledge of writing about sports and things like that. But at the same time, it was different. It's different. Um, I'm still learning. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was pretty challenged last night even, you know, I went to my internship and I was writing um, a story about the, uh, there was a few high school games that we were covering. And, you know, I still was, you know, trying to, understand how how exact how concisely we have to write right. so you know it's still a process yeah. for me but at the same time it's it's fun just because it, I'm learning a lot with it right and people don't often realize how much writing goes into broadcasting so you've mentioned that even though you're not even halfway through your internship you've you've done quite a bit of writing already oh yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. and I've done different forms of writing like I've done um, some some of the recaps, some of the teases, some of the graphic design. We even have to write little messages and um, like headlines for the graphic designs. So you know, it's just a mix of of um, not just it's just a mix of skills. I would say right. mix of skills. You know, as a uh, journalist, broadcast broadcaster, or just sport communicator in general, you have to have multiple skills you have to be able to do everything essentially you have to know how to write you have to know how to shoot you have to know how to edit so you know this field is changing just because of how expansive it is now with technology and if you're you know behind the eight ball you're going to get left behind so as i mentioned you've you're pretty busy and you're also an athlete on campus how do you fit things all together yeah, I ask myself that sometimes. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. One thing they always say is there's three things in college. You you have your social life, your your schoolwork, and sleep. And you only can get two of the three. And, I mean, I try my best to fit all three in at some point. But, you know, it really is just about balance. I mean, I, I think especially as a student athlete, I know that I have to get my work done. And I mean, I have to be able to produce good work because if I don't if I'm not a good student, if I'm not living up to a high academic standard, then I won't be able to play. You know, I have to remain mm-hmm. academically eligible. So, um, you know, I, I just think it's it's really just about how, how you balance things. It's not the easiest thing in the world, not at all. I wouldn't I wouldn't tell anyone, you know, that it's it's a a walk in the park at all because it's not but at the same time if you really want to get it done you you'll be able to find a way you really will be able to as long as you just stay persistent and just continue to work on you know all right I've got this specific time I need to work on this you know work your work you have your time to work but you have your time to enjoy yourself as well because if you don't you know you're gonna go crazy with all this that's going on right it would be easy to easy to get burned out so what do you think um, football has given you that you can take toward a career? Um, you know, being a part of a, a program like here at Fisher, Coach Vaz has built a great tradition of winning and just about being not only winning, but as a person, it really builds your character as a person. Um, Coach Vaz wants good people on the team, f- first and foremost. 
yes, you can be a talented person. You can be a you know an all American athlete, but at the same time, if you're not a good person, he's not going to want you on the team. And I mean, it just goes to show we had a kid, an all American player on our team my first year here, and you know, great great player, but him and the coaches just did not see eye to eye. And long story short, he wasn't on the team at the end of the season mm. because of it. Yeah. You know, as sad as it was, but you know, he had to realize that his character wasn't produce wasn't living up to the standard of his um of his athleticism and talent so you know you you have to realize that as a student athlete it builds your character and it really sets you up for life you know being able to work in a team setting you know being able to work with maybe a person may not be as talented as you or vice versa a person may have certain skills that you don't have but you know that at the end of the day you have to work together to get the same job done so being on the football team and being able to play um as long as i have you know it's really just a blessing and i think that's one of the differences that you might see between a division one and a division three team too that the coach has the ability to say yeah character is more important than talent and that's how i want to build my team and academics always comes first. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, and I would say that's another big thing for why I wanted to get away from the Division One level. I mean, obviously being an, an athlete, you know, saying, having, being able to say that I was a Division One athlete and playing at that level, you know, it's amazing. But at the same time, at that level, football is first, you know. I, I really, growing up, I was really pushed on academics come first. Yes, mm-hmm. you can play sports and yes, you can excel in sports, but if you're academically lacking then you know that then that's really the biggest thing because I mean as I've known dealing with all these injuries throughout college that football can be taken away from you at any point in time but Mm -hmm. you can't take away what you learn throughout the years so that's really the biggest thing yeah yeah, that's nice to hear and it's nice for professors who are teaching in a d3 (laughs) school as someone who's had experience at a couple of d1 schools i can i can vouch for that (laughs) so if um if there was a student who was thinking about coming to fisher maybe being recruited for the football team or Mm -hmm. uh thinking about communications which we think is a great combination now that you've been a been a good representative of that uh, that duality. Can you tell us what kind of advice you might have for them? I definitely would say, you know, get involved. There's just way too many resources here for you not to be involved. And, and it's not just, you know, oh, well, I'm just going to stick towards sports. Well, if you want to, there's news. There's Fisher News. There's um, we have our news section of our of the Courier. You know, there's the opinion section. There's a lifestyle section. There's just so many different things here that you can take advantage of. You you might as well take them. And also stay as connected as possible. Um, it's it's funny. My first internship, I actually got it back home um, in Buffalo, working on uh, the Morning Bull show. Um, but I was I was actually getting my f- cell phone fixed. And there was a, a man behind me. He was talking about how he worked at 97 Rock. And long story short, I got I was talking to him, telling him how I, I needed an internship. And he was saying, yeah, well, our, our head sports guy is um, a Fisher alum. And, you know, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Fisher, yeah. Fisher loves to connect the students here now with the alumni and, you know, make sure that you're set up well for the future. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, once, once you get out into the working world, you don't want to be caught, you know, with your head on a swivel, not um, not in the right position. So, you know, that that's really the biggest thing. Just stay involved and stay connected, I would say. Right, because right. you, you definitely need more than a degree. And I think you're a good example of somebody who's taken advantage of a lot of opportunities <laughs> that have come your way. So 
thank you very much for joining us today. Not a problem. I really appreciate having, uh, you having me on the show today. That's great. MacCast is a production of the Department of Media and Communication at St. John Fisher College. This episode was produced by Justin Proietti with assistance from Zach Beaver. Jordan Proietti handles sponsor messages and promotes our podcasts. Olivia Rotundo recorded this week's sponsor message. Cecil Felton is executive producer, and I'm Lauren Vicker. Thanks for joining us. We'll be on semester break next week, so it'll be a great time to catch up on previous episodes of MacCast. We'll see you the following week.